This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. FBI sources drop bombshell, indicating that the FBI raid may have been a cover-up for the Russia Gate hoax. Jim Jordan explains that 14 FBI whistleblowers are anticipating a major collapse at the FBI and MAGA candidates make a massive gain in 2022 midterms. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. This language in and of itself in this warrant violates the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution and there's a leak in Newsweek tonight where we have so-called two intelligence officers because the government's trying to get his message out and they're telling different stories. They said they wanted as broad of an investigation as possible to grab as much paper as they could. There it is. There's the case in front of the judge tomorrow. The government's leaking. This warrant that you issued was unconstitutional. The American people have a right to see everything. This is not supposed to be done to a former president of the United States. This is, this is unprecedented, and not because it's Donald Trump, but because it is Merrick Garland, Matthew Graves as the U.S. attorney, and a cabal of Stalinist leftists at the Department of Justice that will stop at nothing to destroy this country. We start off this morning with massive bombshell news out of FBI leakers and whistleblowers dictating the actual evidence and what truly happened at Mar-a-Lago. It is not what you think. This is not what you think. What is happening at Mar-a-Lago and what is happening inside of this country is a cover-up. A shocking report inside of Newsweek, which we will detail in just one moment, will show you exactly what the government was after, and it certainly had nothing to do with nuclear codes, and it had nothing to do with rule of law. It had nothing to do with classified documents. It had everything to do with the usurping of power and the erosion of Donald Trump's ability to run for president in 2024. His destruction in 2022 must happen via the permanent state, and they are laying the groundwork for it. This is purely political, and if it were happening in any other country on earth, you would see headlines red, blood red across every single media outlet in the country, stating that this is a tin pot dictatorship attempting to persecute their political rivals. It's happening now. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen, and we are going to detail exactly what broke just hours ago via the Department of Justice and FBI leakers and whistleblowers as to what is going on inside of this raid. The real target of the raid is extremely dark, pernicious, and evil. Let us begin by discussing what the Constitution says about the executive branch. It is important to start at the beginning. The executive power shall be vested in the President of the United States of America, he shall hold the office during the term of four years and together with the vice president chosen at the same term to be elected. That is what the Constitution, 
Article 2, Section 1 says about the presidency, the president shall have, go back, the president shall have the power vested. The executive is held within the presidential office. The man or woman that occupies the office as written via the constitution is the supreme executive power. This is critically important as it pertains to what is going on with Donald Trump and the illegality and unconstitutionality of it. Let us continue. The fourth amendment, unreasonable search and seizures. It must be written in this manner because the constitution is written in a specific manner to prevent what happened to Donald Trump from ever happening to an American. At the time, the crown would issue writs, warrants, and basic searches of any property and premises. The crown would have redcoats, as it were, or their agents at that time, the British crown, marching into your home with a simple sheet of paper, one slip of paper. Boom. That's all they would need. A general warrant is what they called it. A general warrant is simply a signatory from an executive or governing order saying, hey, we want to search your premises. This is why the constitution was written and why the fourth amendment exists in order to bar and ban general warrants and basic writs from the power structures that be. Let's jump in. What does the fourth amendment say? The right of the people to secure in their persons, houses, papers, that's important, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by an oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason the fourth amendment exists because the founders of our nation would have agents of the government storm through their doors in order to take anything inside of their home. The warrant process in America is finite and definitive and is extremely judicious and narrow. You are not allowed to burst into someone's home and to rummage through it. The reason why is because the founders had that happen to them. And then any piece of paper, any parchment, any bullet, any weapon, any knife, any pamphlet could be used to put them in prison forever. This is why the fourth amendment exists and why it is non-violable in this circumstance. The warrant issued by the judge in Mar-a-Lago is a general warrant. Read it for yourselves. It says we can search and seize anything in Donald Trump's documents pertaining to his time as president from the date he was sworn in with his hand in the Bible to the end of his term, to his last day in office. That is not a narrow warrant. Merrick Garland got up and lied to you. Narrow in scope is what Merrick Garland said as they violated the executive power of the office of the presidency. The office of the presidency is embedded into one man, and that man for the last four years was Donald Trump. Donald Trump has the right to declassify any document. Donald Trump tweeted in October of 2020 
that he is going to declassify all documents that have to do with the political crime, and I quote from the tweet, of the Russia hoax. Why do they want him off Twitter? Well, because tweets like these were actually difficult to find for my team. We went back, we found them, and this is why. Ladies and gentlemen, follow along with me here. You're gonna be very excited for how this ends. Follow along with me here, because this is going to blow your minds. We know what the FBI now was after. Ladies and gentlemen, in October 2020, Trump tweeted, and we are going to go line by line here to show you exactly the illegality and unconstitutionality of this warrant. I have fully authorized the total declassification of any and all documents pertaining to the single greatest crime in American history, the Russia hoax. Likewise, Hillary Clinton email scandal, no redactions. Donald Trump was responding to a tweet about the FBI and the CIA knowing that the Clinton campaign was colluding with Russia and colluding in order to provide dirty tricks in order to destroy our democratic processes and to wreck the office of the presidency with the Russiagate scandal. Paul Sperry, one of the best reporters on earth, that's why he's banned on Twitter, was tweeting about the collusion between the FBI and the CIA. Donald Trump responded saying he's declassifying everything. This is all you need. Let it be known. You do not need a pencil pusher to lick their pens and then to sign off on this addendum and this document and this addendum and this little thing and tick this box and mark this thing. The president is the power of the executive. Forthwith and in perpetuity, the president may declassify forever and always anything having to do with his office. You are currently living through the dumpster fire of the Joe Biden presidency, and that can be a tough pill to swallow. So why add more tough pills to swallow to your nutritional supplements? Did you know that nutritional supplements in pill form is actually one of the worst ways to absorb nutrients. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. It's hard to make a vitamin liquid that tastes good naturally, but Healthy Cell did it. And I use Healthy Cell every single morning along with my wife, who, let me tell you, is a nutrition stickler. Nurse Kate, man, if this passes her test, it is gold. And speaking of gold, you don't want to waste your gold, your money on pills that don't work. So use Healthy Cell, something that tastes great and gets the job done. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's HealthyCell, C-E-L-L, and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. Be healthier than Joe Biden. It is fully vested in one man. There is no process in the Constitution. There are no addendums. It doesn't say you must go to the Attorney General, the FBI's lawyers, to the CIA. You have to go to all the pencil pushers in Washington and the permanent bureaucracy to declassify. Ladies and gentlemen, this tweet is the smoking gun. Continue. Next tweet. All Russia hoax scandal information was declassified by me long ago, Donald Trump. 
Our country and people have acted very slowly, especially since it is perhaps the biggest political crime of the country in our country's history. Act. We are about to find out exactly why the FBI raided Donald Trump's office in Mar-a-Lago. It has everything to do with these tweets. It has everything to do with these classifications, his power as president, and the violation of his Fourth Amendment rights under the Constitution. And it has everything to do, not with the nuclear codes, not with classified documents, but with covering the asses of Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the CIA, the FBI, the permanent state in their humiliation over the Russiagate scandals, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here we go. The largest bombshell perhaps I have ever seen in my life and may ever cover again. Let's go. The Newsweek article dropped hours ago from people who are at the DOJ and the FBI. The FBI sought documents that Trump hoarded for years. Here we go. Including Russiagate documents. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Get ready. This is your bombshell. We go in. Let's see. What do the agents of the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ have to say to cover their asses? This is what they were after. Let's read. The FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago last Monday was specifically intended to recover Donald Trump's personal stash of hidden documents. Two high-level intelligence officials tell Newsweek to justify the unprecedented raise on a former president's resident and to protect the sources who revealed the existence of Trump's private hoard, the agents and Trump's residence, and the pretext that they were seeking government documents say that one official has been involved in the investigation. But the true target was Donald Trump's private stash of documents, which the Justice Department officials feared Donald Trump will weaponize. <clears throat> Let's continue to read. I have so much to say on this. The sought-after documents deal with a variety of intelligence matters of interest to the former president and officials suggest, including material that Trump apparently thought would exonerate him from any claims of Russian collusion in 2016 or any other election-related charges. Are you seeing what's happening? Read it. It's in black and white. They were going after the documents that exonerated Donald Trump from the Russiagate hoax. They were going after the declassified documents, not the classified ones. It cannot be stated enough. They're going after the documents that Donald Trump has every right to own and declassify. I don't try to yell on this show, but I spit out my coffee and threw it against the wall this morning. This is it. They're covering up for Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Who knew? They knew that this was a hoax and they ordered the spying on Donald Trump and their political rivals anyway. And when Donald Trump became the chief executive, he had the plenary power to grab everything he wanted, declassify everything, and to take with him the declassified documents forever. 
the federal government knows that this is the bombshell, the smoking gun, and the weapon that Donald Trump shall use at a time of his choosing in order to crush the permanent state and in order to defend himself against their next slanders. They were after the declassified documents, not the classified ones. The sought-after documents deal with the Russian collusion hoax of 2016. It's right there in the article, according to the FBI. Over the past 18 months, Trump, Camp, and the archives have engaged in a back-and-forth which resulted in 15 boxes and additional material being delivered to the archives. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump was cooperating. They were actually sending the documents back. They don't have to. We're going to cover in a moment how a judge has actually ordered that Bill Clinton does not have to work with the National Archives. Bill Clinton kept an enormous amount of classified material in a sock drawer. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize, actually. I am this upset. This is the revelation. I am this upset. Here we go. Donald Trump was cooperating with the National Archives and the FBI. They were sending boxes back. As of June 3rd, when the FBI officials and the Department of Justice had visited Mar-a-Lago to serve a grand jury subpoena for specific documents, these negotiations were cordial, according to, the, uh, according to this article, and presumably FBI agents and DOJ officials that knew about it. In the course of its investigation, the FBI and the Justice Department became aware of Donald Trump's private collection. Two U.S. officials with direct knowledge of the situation tell Newsweek that while some of the intelligence documents may have dealt with nuclear weapons, lie, because you know if it was true, it would already have leaked. That that was not the main focus. Read between the lines. Donald Trump kept documents of interest to him, the officials say. Sometimes Iran and North Korea but Ukraine and foreign leaders were also included in these stash of Trump's private documents. It wasn't the subject matter per se that was of interest to the Justice Department. And the Justice Department feared that Donald Trump would use the documents to weaponize information for personal gain. Trump, this is a quote. Find the quote in the article and highlight it. Here's the quote. Trump was particularly interested in matters related to the Russia hoax and the wrongdoings of the deep state. Former Trump official tells Newsweek, this is about a private stash of documents that Donald Trump had every right to have because he has publicly declassified these documents. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife, Nancy and Joe, run your bank account? Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi 
Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value. Donald Trump declassified them, did it in public and in private, announced it on Twitter multiple times. Donald Trump has the plenary power as president to do this. Donald Trump has the right to have these documents and to have them absolved of unreasonable search and seizures and general warrants. Donald Trump had these documents stolen from him by a lawless FBI and DOJ because, and here we go, the bombshell of all bombshells. The bombshell of all bombshells. I felt... And I agree that these are facts the American people need to know. Donald Trump had Donald Trump had said at the time of the declassification, according to the FBI officials, Trump said that they were planning to use the documents potentially. I'm sorry. Let me get this correct. I'm reading directly from the article. The FBI and DOJ officials said that Trump may have been planning to use them as part of a 2024 run for the presidency. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. They were raiding his house in order to get documents to prevent him from using them because they were so damaging to the deep state in his run for the presidency. On Monday, the Department of Justice returned three passports that it took from Donald Trump. Where would passports be kept? If Donald Trump had an official passport, official passport, a very valuable item, where do you keep your passports? Do you have, your pa- do you have a passport? Is it sitting on your kitchen counter? Is it inside of the glove compartment of your vehicle unlocked outside of your home? Is your passport stapled to your front door? Your passport is a valuable item. If you were to lose your passport, it's a pain in the ass to get another one. It's incredibly uh, private information. Passports contain government numbers on them, documentation. Passports are extremely valuable. And in the wrong hands, passports are something that can make your life a living hell if you were to lose it, especially if you were abroad. Why would Donald Trump keep a passport sitting out in the open? Let me ask you this. We covered in detail for the last two days that the FBI stole Donald Trump's passports. They had no right to. They didn't even report this. Donald Trump had to go public on this. And then the Trump, the Trump team released an email that the FBI admitted that they had stolen Donald Trump's Trump's passports. So the FBI has admitted that and then has now admitted that they returned three passports belonging to Donald Trump. Why is this important? Where would you keep a passport? 
Where would you keep a passport? You would keep a passport inside of your safe. If you had a safe, a passport is as important as your identification driver's license. You would keep it in a private spot. It has official numbers on it. It has your social security. I mean, it has everything on it, right? Your passport is an official government, the most official government document. It's the only dot. It's the document you must have in order to enter this country legally. Where would Donald Trump keep his passports? Where? In a safe. Sorry, I'm I'm not going to apologize. I am this keyed up about this. I am this upset about it. Donald Trump would keep his passports in a safe. The FBI cracked open Donald Trump's safe. Inside of this safe is where Donald Trump kept the declassified documents that were important to him, the contents of which I do not know just yet. We've been working on getting some guests for this show to talk us through them. I'm very excited to announce right now that Steve Bannon will be joining our show tonight, 7 p.m. Please tune in. We'll learn more when Steve Bannon is on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump was keeping inside of his safe the documents pertaining to Russiagate that he that exonerated him and that perhaps proved the culpability of Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. We know that Barack Obama was aware of the Russiagate scandal. We know that Joe Biden was the person who actually thought about using the Espionage Act, Espionage Act in order to go after Mike Flynn, successfully getting Mike Flynn to be charged via the Espionage Act. Entrapment of Mike Flynn came from Joe Biden. These are the kind of documents that Donald Trump has. What did Obama know? When did he know it? Obama ordered the spying on his political opponent. We know he did. We have the notes from the meeting. Jim Comey's notes. John Brennan's notes. If nothing is classified to Donald Trump, and if Donald Trump is able to go into all these records and in order to find and pull out the records that absolve him from Russia collusion and that, according to this article, prove that it was a deep state coup attempt. What is the most damaging thing that they would be after? Why did they take Donald Trump's passports? Because they cracked open his safe in or, and then they grabbed everything. They took his passports. They took Donald Trump's private stash of declassified documents, proving his innocence and potentially proving Joe Biden's guilt. Were Joe Biden to run against Donald Trump in 2024, wouldn't those documents come in handy? Wouldn't they so? Donald Trump's a private citizen. Now, he declassified them. He has every right to have these documents. Today, a federal judge will hear the case to unseal the affidavit, the underlying evidence that the FBI presented in order to raid Donald Trump's home. Let's see if the, it's the same Epstein Pederis protector judge, Bruce Reinhardt. Let's see if he rules with, I think, hundreds of media outlets that are demanding that this affidavit be unsealed. Full screen. Let's go. In conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, we just showed you the document. We read through the Constitution. We read through the articles pertaining to and 
delivered to Newsweek having to do with this raid. Why did they do it? They did it to cover their asses. They were tipped off that Donald Trump had a stash of declassified documents that endangered their agencies that looked terrible for Barack Obama, that looked terrible for Hillary Clinton, and looked terrible for Joe Biden, the current sitting president. And they were after those. They, they broke in to Donald Trump's home in order to get the information, it's there in the article, that would allow Donald Trump to run in 2024 and be weaponized against his political enemies. That's what this was about. They cracked open his safe. They took his passports. They grabbed everything inside of Donald Trump's safe against the rule of law and against the warrant. They took it. They broke in and they took everything. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data on America's best network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran is their CEO man. They want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. Against the Constitution of the United States, they used a general warrant, which is strictly unconstitutional, a writ, something that the founders warned against as they were raided by the crown again and again and again with simply a piece of parchment saying we can do whatever we want. And then they barged in and they grabbed everything that they could. And what they were specifically targeting was the evidence against them that Donald Trump would use in a 2024 run, the exonerated evidence that exonerated Donald Trump from Russiagate. That's it. We've cracked the code. We will be joined tonight by Steve Bannon, 7 p.m. Please tune in. We are going to talk about exactly this. This is it. This is the reason that they broke in to Donald Trump's home. There it is, laid bare. Is it possible that Donald Trump is bound by the National Records Act and that there's case law on this and that they're definitely going to be using this case law in order to come after Trump? Well, actually, the opposite is true. According to just the news, the case law cuts against 
the FBI, the DOJ, Joe Biden, and everyone who's advocating currently for this raid. The old case over audio tapes in Bill Clinton's sock drawer that will impact the Mar-a-Lago search dispute. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. When it comes to the National Archives, history has a funny way of repeating itself, and legal experts say that a decades-old case about audio tapes that Bill Clinton kept in his sock drawer may have significant impact over the FBI search of Melania Trump's closet in Donald Trump's personal office. In a case question is titled Judicial Watch versus the National Archives. Man, are people at Judicial Watch going in. The Records Administration, and it involved an effort by the conservative watchdog to compel the archives to forcibly seize hours of recordings that Bill Clinton made during his presidency with a historian. His historian's name is Taylor Branch. The U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson in Washington, D.C. rejected Judicial Watch's suit by concluding there was no provision in the Presidential Records Act to force the National Archives to seize records from a former president. Here goes the ruling. I read to you thusly. Under the statutory scheme, correction, under the statutory scheme established By the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials from the presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in his sole discretion. This was written in 2012. This decision was never appealed or overturned, so it is standing law that there is absolutely nothing that could compel the National Archives to go into someone's personal effects and to take their personal property, a former president. Since the president is completely entrusted with the management and even the disposal of the presidential records during his time in office, it would be difficult for this court to conclude that Congress intended that he would be or have less authority to do what he pleases and what is considered to be his personal records. Ladies and gentlemen, they went after Donald Trump's personal declassified records that he was holding The case law defends Donald Trump. The case law defended Bill Clinton. This is an appealed case. This case didn't make its way to the Supreme Court. This case stands right now. This is the standing law of the land that the National Archives has no right to force into a president's private quarters and to take his private documents. The Fourth Amendment proves that there is no right under any constitutional law for large writ General warrants, which is what they used here to search Donald Trump's effects. And the second article of the Constitution states that Donald Trump is the sole chief executive and that all classification power, all power exudes from the sole executive elected when it was originally written by the Senate, now by the people of the United States through the Electoral College. This is a lawless, unconstitutional search of Donald Trump's property. This is a fishing expedition to go after the documents that Donald Trump had that exonerated him and implicated Barack Obama 
Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden, yes, Joe Biden, in this spying on his campaign and the promotion and fomentation of the Russiagate hoax, when they knew damn well that this Russiagate hoax was concocted by the DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign, they went along with it, and they're doing it again right now. This is what it is all about. There it is, laid bare. Again, I spit out my coffee this morning. I threw it against the wall. I could not believe it when I read this. This is the FBI and the whistleblowers turning on the FBI. This is backfiring in the most catastrophic way we will detail right now. As the FBI spirals further and further away from its mission to protect this nation and to protect this country and to do so in a non-political way, the good agents inside the FBI, and they exist for certain, will begin to revolt. And they will revolt right now. Jim Jordan says that he has 14 FBI whistleblowers and they will anticipate even more. Jim Jordan of Ohio, a Republican, says that the House Judiciary Committee has been fielding whistleblower allegations against officials inside the Department of Justice and FBI since last November. Jordan said on Sunday that 14 FBI agents have come forward to our office as whistleblowers. They are good people, lots of good people in the FBI. They are upset of what is going on inside of the department and the political nature of the Department of Justice. They are upset because their organization is being weaponized into a political agency. They are watching it turn into the third world. They are the Gestapo now that storms into the political houses and affects records and documents of potential rivals. And then the FBI is used simply as a Stasi organization to kneecap a political opponent. Jim Jordan saying exactly this on Fox News. Take it away. So the country, though, the good news is they figured it out. And I'll tell you who else has figured it out, Trey. And you and John, with your background in law enforcement, appreciate this. 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers, and they are good people. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that's the problem. But the, some of these good agents are coming to us telling us this is baloney what's going on, the political nature now of the Justice Department. God bless them for doing it, coming and talking to us about the school board issue, about a whole host of issues. I mean, it's becoming a well-worn trail of agents who say this has got to stop. And thank goodness for them, and thank goodness that the American people recognizes it, and I believe they're going to make a big change on November 8th. <clears throat> what has Jim Jordan told Breitbart? He says that 14 whistleblowers have spoken to his office about the way the FBI is conducting itself. It started when we realized that the FBI was taking counterterrorism measures to investigate parents who it deemed as a threat. They were treating parents as domestic terrorists. These are what the whistleblowers began to tell his office in March of 2022. They raised questions about the progress and extent to which the FBI's investigation of two pipe bombs that the FBI said were placed at the RNC and the DNC the night before the January 6th Capitol riot. Wow, this is getting deep. In May 2022, Jordan cited several whistleblowers who had contacted the office, claiming that the FBI was retaliating against agents who engaged in protected First Amendment activity. Jordan, who has served on the Judiciary Committee, 
since he joined Congress in 2017, said that it is truly not something I've ever seen before where you have this many people, all FBI agents, coming to us as whistleblowers. Jim Jordan says they come to us in the minority. Remember, the Republicans have no power. They're not in charge of committees right now. They can't call witnesses. They can't call hearings. They can't do anything. We must change it in November. And we will. We will get to what the polling looks like right now for all of this in just a moment. All we can really do is begin to tell their story. We can't subpoena. We can't do anything that you could typically obviously do in the majority. Should Republicans take the majority in November, Jordan is poised to serve as the chair of the committee and has already publicly indicated his intent to formally investigate the Department of Justice and the FBI. In the meantime, Jordan and Republicans are going goblin mode on the FBI after the unprecedented raid. On Monday, Representative Jim Jordan and 18 other House members sent preservation requests to Ron Klain, the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, and FBI Director Ray to preserve the documents, communications, and other information on the raids of Donald Trump's Florida estate. Why is this important? We have covered this, but why is this important? This is important because these preservation requests were sent to the chief of staff of Joe Biden's White House. They know something, people. They know it. They know that Joe Biden's White House was involved in this. They know it. Some people inside of my circle, very learned, very scholarly, very smart people, I won't say who they are, believe that this may be a way to get Joe Biden out of the White House. This, they may see Joe Biden as such a damaging affect to their power and permanent power that they are attempting to remove Joe Biden from the White House. And they know that this is an impeachment trap for him, just like it was for Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was resigned from office and would have been impeached because he winked and he nodded at the Watergate scandal. The Watergate scandal, all it boils down to is you were using federal agents and federal law enforcement to go after your political opponents. That's it. In one sentence, that's Watergate. Richard Nixon, what did he know and when did he know it? This is the Richard Nixon moment for Joe Biden's presidency. And some of the smartest people that I know believe that this is all intended in order to break Joe Biden and in order to devastate his regime. This is why the preservation request that is sent to Ron Klain is so important and why we focus so hard on it. Chuck Grassley is not, uh, well, Jim Jordan is not acting alone, correction. Chuck Grassley is acting with him in the Senate. So now you got both chambers coming after the Bidens and after this regime. Grassley says that a new whistleblower information reveals deeply rooted political infection within the FBI. Grassley says FBI Director Ray has failed to respond to his letters alleging political bias. In a letter sent yesterday, FBI Director Ray, the Iowa Republican demanded an accounting of the official bias and influencing of high-level investigations inside the FBI's Washington, D.C. office. Starting in May 31st, 2022, I've written three letters to you regarding political bias inside of the FBI field office. Two of those letters provided specific incredible allegations based on numerous whistleblowers that have approached my office. The activity includes President Trump and Hunter Biden. Former DOJ official tells Fox News that the Senate Republicans are taking a hard look at the much-needed structural Changes inside of the FBI, God bless them. Godspeed to you, Senators. Grassley inquiry signals that the first step in that process is, of course, retaking the Senate and putting Grassley in charge of the judiciary where he will have full oversight. Grassley is seeking a comprehensive organizational breakdown of the Washington field office to see how it is staffed and who is responsible for the units and the squads inside the office. 
Grassley gave Ray a August 31st deadline to respond. Grassley said he plans to set into motion an investigation of the FBI's Mar-a-Lago raid. He said that we deserve answers at the highest level of government. This is Republicans with a backbone. This should not be taken as pablum or hot air from Chuck Grassley. Chuck Grassley is an old bull of the Senate. He's been there for 100 years. Chuck Grassley has extreme and absorbent power. He could be on any committee that he wishes. Chuck Grassley is a player, a baller, and a man who has exposed so much about Russiagate and Hunter Biden's criminal past. It is Chuck Grassley that we know so much about the nefarious and malevolent engagements within the FBI and the permanent state. Chuck Grassley going in hard on Fox News. Check it out. When are we going to know why it's going to be, uh, why it was done and mm -hmm. how it was done? And what? And you get the usual answer under both Republican and Democrat administrations. We don't talk about an ongoing investigation. Sure. Well, in this case, where it's so historically wrong to raid an ex-president's office uh, that's never been done before, I think we d deserve uh, answers at the highest level of government, and that's at least at, at Garland's level. So what do we have? We have Chuck Grassley saying that his concerns with the FBI are not only legitimate, but also further backed up by whistleblowers. This is the backlash. This is what is happening inside of an agency that says, wait a second, I may be now working for the FBI. I may be subject to a criminal investigation based on what I've done to persecute Donald Trump illegally and unconstitutionally grab his private stash of documents against long-standing law, law that was upheld in a case against Bill Clinton. Do I want to find out what's inside Bill Clinton pervert sock drawer? No, I actually don't. But did the case law merit that I could go in and get Bill Clinton's sock drawer tapes? Insane, an, an insane case. Bill Clinton keeping his secret and private recordings in his sock drawer. The judge says no way. The judge says, see ya, sayonara, you have no right to go in and grab those documents and items. The judge also effectively citing the Fourth Amendment and, of course, the power of the presidency to say that the, the president, if it's the president's private documents, he maintains the classification power within himself. Expect the general agents and the line agents at the FBI to revolt. They already are, and when they see that the political winds and powers are turning against them and that they may be swept up inside of a criminal case, which this will become when Republicans take power, and God help these people in 2024 if Donald Trump wins again, which we believe wholeheartedly on the show that he will, and we know wholeheartedly on the show that he will run for president in 2024. We've heard that from the highest reaches of the deputies inside of Trump world. Ladies and gentlemen, there is going to be hell to pay. I look at this in larger context, and it is the fact that the FBI, over a long period of time, has had a double standard, Chuck Grassley told Breitbart News. The Iowa Senator sent a list of questions to Ray, demanding answers. Grassley said, if I'm in the majority, in the Judiciary Committee, again, I will pursue all of these things until we get to the bottom of it. God bless Chuck Grassley, God bless Jim Jordan. The illegality and the lawlessness must end. The people are sick of it. 
The backfire is happening. It's happening inside the FBI agency and it's happening outside of the agency. This, the first poll, remember polls take a long time. You have to go out. We had Rich Barris on the show yesterday. You have to go out and you have to wait for people to answer. You have to gather up the information from them. And then you have to synthesize that data over a certain period of time to make sure that your poll is scientific. The first polling is coming back from the polls that went out after the raid. So there is fake news going on around there saying that, wow, this FBI raid has really lifted the spirits of Democrats. Fake. That was published by CNN. The reason why that is fake is because that polling was done weeks before the raid. These people are idiots. They're fake news. They're propaganda. These are the actual polls talking about the engagement with Republicans inside of one of the critical races in our nation, Ohio. We must state this polling is done by Emerson College. This polling is not done by a right-wing organization or an organization that is run by J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance has now taken a commanding lead on Tim Ryan in Ohio to be the next senator in a must-win race. This according to Breitbart.com, first poll posts Mar-a-Lago raid shows J.D. Vance Republicans have overtaken Democrats. In the first poll since the unprecedented Mar-a-Lago raid, Emerson College says that J.D. Vance is surging in the Buckeye State. Vance leads Ryan by three points in the most recent Emerson College poll. The poll found at least 45% of the 925 general election voters would vote for Vance, over 42% for Ryan. There were also 4% that said they'd vote for someone else. In fact, when the voters were asked, regardless of who they support, which candidate would win, the majority of responders said Vance would win. Republicans on the Ohio generic ballot hold a 10-point advantage. And that advantage is going to get much bigger this weekend because your boy Benny is going to Ohio. If you live in Ohio, please come see me. Tomorrow, I speak with the great Ron DeSantis and J.D. Vance in Ohio. I will be in Youngstown. It will be incredible. We very much look forward to it. You can check out any link in my bio for information. Turning Point Action is hosting this event. We look forward to it. We are going to bring the fire, ladies and gentlemen. Me, Ron DeSantis, J.D. Vance on the same stage. Get ready for J.D. Vance to go up 10 more points. Donald Trump on Truth Social said that massive polls or FBI raid completely backfired on the regime. Trump posted a graphic from the Trafalgar Group, the most accurate pollsters in America. The Trafalgar Group has the best record of any pollsters over the last 10 years. So take the weight of these polls seriously. Does the FBI raid on President Trump increase your motivation to vote in the election? Yo, this is for GOP candidates. Look at that. 83% said it does. 83%. We are going to vote. We are now more motivated to vote. We would crawl over broken glass, flaming roads to vote now. Trump also said that the, also said in the posting of another poll, do you believe Who do you believe is behind the FBI's raid on President Trump's private home, says the poll. Trump's political enemies, this is of the GOP, 76%. They are losing the narrative. They are losing the narrative. The GOP is the majority in this country. 
We are the majority in this country. We are 80% of the country. Some say we're 51%. Some say we're three quarters. We're 80% of the nation. And what I mean by that is people who are not in full capture of the machine. The machine being the corporate press, the vertically integrated DNC and corporate media apparatchiks who are just full-on blown Trump derangement syndrome. Who are people who would look rationally at their pocketbooks, their 401k, and the state of the nation and say, yeah, I'll, I'll probably support Donald Trump. I didn't like his tweets. But yo, look at my 401k. Look at the crypto market. Yo, we're going back to Trump. And now, generalized polling is proving this. Check out YouGov's poll of Republican enthusiasm. Ladies and gentlemen, YouGov saying that the Republican enthusiasm gap between Democrats is exploding. More enthusiastic. August 7th, the GOP held a 10-point advantage. 45-35. Now that's pretty, pretty drastic right there. On August 16th, after the raid, we're finally getting the data after the raid, 15 points enthusiasm gap between Democrats. There's no recovery from this. We're 80 days out. We're 80 days out from the November election. Early voting's like, I don't know, early, I, how some states early voting probably starts right now. There's no recovery from this. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Barris was on the show yesterday and he told us that this is going to have a devastating effect on Democrats for the midterms. Remember this. Right now, Joe Biden is supposed to be seeing his simple, only solitary victories of his presidency. At this very moment, Joe Biden is forgiving billions of dollars of student loan. He passed his trimmed down version of Build Back Better. The inflation, so-called Inflation Reduction Act should be illegal to call something a name that it doesn't do. There really needs to be a law against that. This is really like, you really can't like create a, the sun is cold, the sky is green bill that should be illegal. Joe Biden is doing victory laps right now over those feeble, flaccid victories. So-called, we think they're still devastating for his presidency. Nobody really cares. If you were to ask anyone on the street, they wouldn't know what Joe Biden is doing. Joe Biden doesn't even know what he's doing. We'll cover that in full tomorrow. But what is everyone talking about? What have we been covering for the past 10 days? The raid on Donald Trump. And then Donald Trump winning the messaging war, as we just showed you in polls, and as we showed you as a victim of the deep state that Donald Trump has so roundly and openly criticized. They've made Donald Trump a martyr, and Donald Trump is winning. They don't want this to happen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a net benefit to them. We finally have the polling. This is not a net benefit to Democrats. This is going to add fuel to a fire that was already going to torch the DNC metaphorically in the November elections. And now we will see complete and total calamity. Rich Barris, our favorite pollster in America, the People's Pundit, said so on our show yesterday. We thought this was pertinent, and so we will replay a short portion of this interview. 
tectonic plate that has shifted that Trump controls? What does it look like and how powerful is it? Yeah, I mean, it's the future of the Republican Party. It's that, and it's the only one they ever had, Benny. That's the, that really is what people have to understand. We saw this in Arizona as well. You just talked about the destruction of dynasties, McCain, Cheney, Bushes, and so on. And now Donald Trump has leveled these dynasties to the ground, right? Like an earthquake. Yeah. FBI raid, helping or hurting Trump in 2024. There are some people out there who are doing it. If you think the FBI raid on Donald Trump hurt him, then you're a simpleton and you should find another job. Um, you know, late great Rush Limbaugh basically put it best, man. When he said Trump's threat is that he gets these things done and he defends people. He does everything they always promised they would do, but never did. Well, you conduct a raid like you did on Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago and his voters will defend him back. They remember. Uh, so you just emboldened and strengthened him, which is why we have seen him uh, rise in nomination polls, including in states that, you know, some other competitors uh, looked like they were peeling some votes from. That's gone now. Devastating, ladies and gentlemen. Devastating. It is seeing massive effects across the nation. It is not going to end just in Ohio or just in some of these tighter races. You are watching districts that should not be competitive at all for Republicans getting up into the toss-up bracket. Here from Indiana, a black conservative, Jennifer Ruth Green, shifts Northwest Indiana Democrat stronghold to toss-up. Republican candidate for Congress Jennifer Ruth Green's campaign has shifted the Democrat stronghold of Indiana's first congressional district to a toss-up election, according to the ratings by Cook Political Report. Cook Political Report, pretty down the middle, but certainly not a right-wing site. The Northwest Indiana district, represented by first-term Democrat Frank Mervan, is, has not sent a Republican to Congress since 1932. 1932? World War II hadn't even gotten kicked off. 1932? Couldn't it? I mean, like, political, political districts shift. You know, they go back and forth. You, you flip them, right? You can toss them up. Very few districts have a record like this. This is insane. Cook Political Report switched the district from lean Democrat to a toss-up. This comes after Green raised more than uh, $275,000 cash during the campaign's second quarter. Mervan made headlines last month after FEC showed he spent thousands of dollars in campaign cash on flights and seat upgrades for his wife. <laughs> it's always that kind of stuff. Green is a U.S. Air Force reservist, an Iraqi war veteran. She would also be the only black Republican woman in Congress if elected. Green is seeking Speaker Pelosi's tear-up of the State of the Union address on national TV on February 4th, 2020, as ultimately what led her to the race. You remember this clip? This is the clip. Talk about backfire, man. Backfire, backfire, backfire. Wiley Coyote. Looney Tunes. Open up the Acme box, set up the cannon, and you're the guy who gets the cannon backfiring right in your face. This is the backfire that led to this candidate running for office. Nancy Pelosi ripping up the speech. Thank you very much. Man, it spawned a thousand memes. It spawned a million memes, Nancy Pelosi, tearing up that speech. The backfire, the perniciousness, the malevolence, the sickness of these people, the hubris. And what does the Bible say? Pride cometh before destruction. Green said, I saw her tear up the State of the Union speech 
and said, I will only listen to you if I have the same views as I do. In addition, the Cook Political Report, the University of Virginia Center for Politics, changed Green's race to lean Democrat to toss up. So multiple left-leaning organizations like Cook and Virginia Center for Politics are changing the race. Speaking of someone who would not be serving with this new, I don't know, we don't know Jennifer Ruth Green, but she sounds awesome. Maybe we'll bring her on the program. Uh, Serving not with her in the next Congress, were she to be elected, would be Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney got a call from Joe Biden last night. In case you're wondering exactly whose side Liz Cheney was on, Joe Biden called Liz Cheney after a 37-point defeat. An absolute and total, complete annihilation for the Cheney regime and dynasty inside of that state. And strategists warn she has no chance of becoming president in 2024. Liz Cheney said she's going to be president. So after getting blown out, after getting completely annihilated, a total political slaughterhouse, uh, Liz Cheney lost by every conceivable measure worse than anyone thought. And that's with cheating. That's with Liz Cheney. And why do we say, let's explain. That's with Liz Cheney sending out uh, information to Democrats for how to switch parties so they're not actually Republicans. They're switching parties and voting for Liz Cheney because she's a deranged January 6th impeachment nut. So Liz Cheney got blown out, and now she says, it's time for me to run for president. You know what this says to me, Jack? It's time for me to run for president. Clip 8, Cheney 2024. Fundamental issues of what does it mean to be a constitutional republic. But Congresswoman, you didn't answer me yes or no. Takes yeah, I know that you- Donald Trump... I will be doing whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. Well, I know you didn't say yes or no, and that's fine if you're thinking about it. But are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about running for president? It, uh, that's a decision that I'm going to make in the in the coming months, Savannah. I'm not going to make any announcements here this morning, but uh, but it is something that I uh, I'm thinking about, and I'll make a decision uh, in the coming months. Yesterday on Truth Social, Donald Trump did the uh, did the. You know, like African walking meme with the with the coffin. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump saying the fake news media continues to push crazy Liz as she lost her Wyoming congressional race to a superior candidate by 40 points. She has a bright political future. Really? I don't think so. Perhaps we can call this fake news. Cheney got clobbered again. And the fake news will now coalesce around Cheney for her Lincoln Project revival. Liz Cheney was called Lincoln Project Liz by Donald Trump. <laughs> and she's now going to become that moniker. She's going to turn into Lincoln Project Liz. She's going she's gonna to recreate. Get ready for this, ladies and gentlemen. She's going to create her own uh, 501c3, 501c4. She's going to call she's, all the Trump derangement people and all the Hollywood leftists will dump money into it. It will be seen as essentially astroturf inside of the Republican Party. It will be fake Republicans being paid essentially by leftists to say mean things about Donald Trump. It will be rejected the same way as the pederast protectors at the Lincoln Project were rejected, humiliated, and tossed into the ash heap of history, utterly and completely destroyed. These people are sick individuals. Their only love is power. They do not care about this country. They certainly don't care about the Republican Party. And uh, they certainly don't think that Liz Cheney is Abraham Lincoln. So Liz Cheney called herself Abraham Lincoln yesterday. We were expecting her to call herself Nelson Mandela or Gandhi next. She says Abraham Lincoln was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. (laughs) 
Oh, Liz, if you're going to bring up history, you would know that Abraham Lincoln lost by like five votes in those races, not by 40 points. Abraham Lincoln also wasn't the sitting member of Congress at the time, and Abraham Lincoln didn't vote for the impeachment of his president. Abraham Lincoln also didn't chair an unconstitutionally constructed January 6th committee to sabotage, harass, and improperly imprison his fellow Americans and party members. So a couple things that you don't have on Abe Lincoln, just a thought. Maybe if you're looking for further comparisons, uh, Liz, you can don a large silken top hat, start growing a beard. Who knows? That, you know, apparently that's popular these days. What do I know, ladies and gentlemen? I know this. I know that our republic stands to be defeated by the permanent state, the people who hate this country, the people who've always hated this country. And the people who want to defeat it for their own power are the likes of Liz Cheney, Joe Biden, the DOJ, and the FBI. The people who wanted to raid Donald Trump's home, violate his constitutionally protected right as a president, and upheld right in basic common law to keep his own documents. Donald Trump declassified the documents, he kept them in his safe, and now we know what the FBI was after. We know, ladies and gentlemen, that Donald Trump will win. He will win in the Supreme Court if they try and bring these indictments against him, and you must prepare to watch indictments happen against Donald Trump. You must prepare. You must prepare yourself. That is what they're after. Julie Kelly has an incredible piece at American Greatness about how this is going to happen. This is the end goal. It won't stop him from running for president. It will not absolve uh, anyone of what they have said about Donald Trump. It will actually prove what Donald Trump has said about the deep state and the permanent state for so long. And I think it will create inside of our country a new and beautiful revolution, a revolution of we the people, because it is us in which the power is actually vested in this nation. That is why the Constitution itself says we the people at the very top. It is why it says the consent of the governed. And it is why it was written forthwith, and in such a manner that we may not see unreasonable searches and seizures of our own properties, much like the FBI did to Donald Trump. Donald Trump will win. We will win, ladies and gentlemen. And we will create something new and something beautiful. We'll put it together with the people first, the rule of law first, and it certainly would not be the first time that our Constitution has been under threat from in or from without, from within or from without. That is what the president swears to on the Bible when he takes the oath of office. I will protect this nation from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's written in such a way that we must always, always remember that we are the shining city on the hill. We are what they want to take down. We are the greatest experiment ever set forth by human beings on this planet. The rule of the governed. Can we maintain this republic a republic if you can keep it. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it because we're free men and women. We're going to do it because we were born free men and women. And we're going to stay that way. And we're going to do it because we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. That's what we talk about every single day here on The Benny Show. Please join us tonight for a special live with Steve Bannon where we will cover the story in exhaustive detail. Go line by line and kick in the doors of those who want to kick in Donald Trump's door and rob him of his rights and by proxy rob you of your rights. Tonight, Steve Bannon, ladies and gentlemen, it will be wild and awesome. We look forward to this. Please have a spectacular day. 
and stay free. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.